Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, ooh, you know, it can be chilly and it can be, you know, warm and it can be very, very uh, lethargic and kind of like tired as the year ends and also hopeful with full of promise. And at the end of the day, hopefully, or year, something mildly sweet. We'll see. Hi. Yay. What are we talking about? So today we're talking about Love After Lockup or Life After Lockup, season five, episode five, problems you didn't know you had. Um, there doesn't seem to be any th- theme with those names of these that I could tell. Yeah, true. And like, even this one, it's like, this is so open-ended. Like my first thought is, is this chance? But the thing is, he knew the problems he had. He just r- pretended they didn't exist, but he, like he knew Bobo existed. You know, he's been knowing Bobo exists. He just pretended, but he knew he had a problem named Bobo. Yes. Or Bobo. Oh, you're right. B-O-B-B-O. You're right. It is Bobo, isn't it? Terrible street name. Yeah. Bobo or Bobo. What's Bob? Okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Bobo sounds like Babu, which is what babies call bottles to drink like you know do you want your babu you know like if that means like do you want me to shove a bottle in your mouth so you stop crying and the answer for me was always yes you know give me my babu you you called your bottle babu oh yeah oh i've never heard that so when you declared we said that's what babies call it i'm like that's what babies named chris (laughs) called it apparently because i've never (laughs) you never heard a baby call like a babu never oh yeah Okay. Um, Just so so interesting. And it's interesting that he allowed the cameras to follow him around, yet wanted to get, wanted the cameras to get away. Let's just start, let's just talk about them. I can't. I can, but it's like, I don't understand this moment so much that it is confusing to me. We've talked about this, like, did you release, did you sign the release? Yes. He did. He's been, he's, he is a, listen, I'll tell you right now, Babu is a multi-arc reoccurring character on this series. He has already, if this was a scripted series, Babu already has a bigger credit than I have in the 20 years of acting. Yeah. It's a multi-art. Yes. Full journey. Mm-hmm. Multiple characters. With, the, char- with yes. a Chiron. I'm so upset. With a Chiron. And he said to, they're like, how do you spell that? And he was like, B-O-B-B-O. Okay. <laughs> he didn't like he's like they're like it's a, it's robert right he's like no 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 but i don't go by robert it's because they wanted to call me bob when i was a little bit a little but i was too young to just be going by bob so they were like babo that's a kid's name and they just stuck everyone just called me babo my grandparents my uncles my aunt's name my parents and so everybody just called me babo and then i just got known on the streets at, as babo when i went to prison and everyone just called me bob babo billy bob babo 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 so it just stuck so on my Chiron, just put Babo. And does he know the word Chiron? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyways, we start off with, uh, uh, speaking of Bob, Bobby and uh, Taylor, two fraternal twins, if you guys are wondering. If you didn't know, these two women shared a womb coming out looking like distant cousins they don't even look like sisters to me no one can convince me otherwise um and they've had a a very rough upbringing which has led them both to be in different places yet the same place in their lives uh bobby is an addict in recovery she has no children um but she is uh currently engaged to marry a man and um who seems nice, yeah. by the way, who seems real normal and nice for yes. anyone involved in this whole show. You yes. Know? And then we've got Taylor, who uh, is not an addict, however, is seems to have an addiction for picking mm, the wrong man or yes. a man who is can't who just she has kids. Yep. And uh, she's 28. They're both mm-hmm. 28 and just in a place in places in their lives that seem very unfortunate. Yes. So. 
just a year ago, they they were in a situation where they were going wedding dress shopping and Taylor was looking for wedding dresses and Bobby was sitting next to her, uh, unsure of these choices. And now we have a situation where it's the opposite and Bobby is trying on dresses. I mean, rather matronly dresses. I could just yes. tell the, from these kinds of dresses that A, these girls are not having a good time and B, uh, Bobby doesn't like the way she looks. Yes. Yeah. Um, just from the choices of dresses. And then we get in there and they're like, well, do you want a white dress or an off-white dress? And emphatically, white was yelled out. And I don't get the obsession. Like, I don't know. I would, I don't know. Am I, I can't even imagine a wedding. But like, if I did, I think I would do off-white. Because like, know, I'm not a virgin. Oh, you know why I think that she should have done not, she should have done off-white for her skin tone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, there's many reasons to pick whatever color. And I guess you're, you're and I get, you're, you're saying like. Traditionally. You're, you're virginal, you're virginal. You're, you're <laughs> your not virginal. shade. Your yeah, shade of virginity. Yes. So let's just go with an off-white. Let's call it what it is. You've but been I'm gonna, in the streets. You could, you know, for sure Bobby would look better like in an ivory or something that's not white, white, just because of her skin, her skin tone. But I'm going to tell you this right now, Wahama, you could look really great in like a gorgeous white dress, but it has to be like a beautiful fabric. You know what I'm saying? Just because, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, like now I'm not saying you wouldn't look good in off-white as as well, but I'm just saying, obviously you're, you're more look. prone to looking better in white than Bobby, you know? Yes. I think I would look great in like eggshell. Well, yeah. And I think by the way, here's the thing. I also have a thing where you definitely, I like shades of a not basic white in that they always look richer. They look mm -hmm. like a richer color. There's more mm -hmm. dimension and mm -hmm. it looks like there's a, mm -hmm. there's a, it just is not flat looking. Yes. yes white yes. can look very flat, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. where, listen, I'll say this, this picture of Bobby in the white dress, the reason why it doesn't, this doesn't look flat because at least she has some sequins that are bringing in some like silvers and such, you yes, know, on the, the thing. Bodice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have the bodice. Look. Yeah. 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 But now, I mean, go ahead. No, I'm just saying this lady who's selling her this dress isn't giving us normal ISO wedding dresses looks. Yeah, no, she, this is, I'm going to tell you this right now. None of these ladies can afford anything from Kleinfeld's, you know, I, like, so, and that's the say yes to the dress place, you know, like, and so this place are going, my love is like definitely like in a strip mall. And this lady, you know, has served time as well. Everyone served time in this picture. Okay. And there's yeah. also just like these black hangers that uh, maybe they're wood, but I just don't, it is the juxtaposition. And I just, okay. So then we have a situation oh. where, um, our friend Taylor would like to try on, try on dresses as well. Mm -hmm. And so, cause she's like, I want to try on bridesmaids dresses and listen, the bridesmaids dress doesn't look half bad. They yeah. both come out together in a, and Bobby puts on another dress and it again, looks terrible. It's yeah. like, Bobby, if you're going to wear a dress that covers up your decolletage, just have it just cover the whole thing up. Why wear a V-neck dress that like the V-neck stops at your throat, you know? Yeah. And this is another example of this picture up. Look how much better Taylor looks because that color just does more things for her skin tone. The yeah. thing about Bobby and Taylor is that they actually look at this picture. They actually do look alike. They don't, they do look alike. They have the exact same body. I mean, they have a very similar body and the way they move in their, in their movements are very similar. Like their faces aren't identical twins for sure, but they both have big eyes and they have like different colored hair, you know, and they have a similar skin tone. I think that we're show, we're seeing right now Taylor with a little bit of, um, little bit of a tan to her, you know? Everything you just described did not describe these two people looking alike. You're like, oh, they do body? look alike. No, no, no. Looking, uh, I'm sorry, with a face. Their faces looking alike. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I would I would agree with that. Just if, uh, yeah, but you know, you your, your body, I, you know, I, your body, I have my dad's body in a lot of ways. Like we have the exact same arm structure. He has long arms, you know, like sometimes I look at my dad walk and I'm like, Jesus, that's how I'm going to walk soon. I better start having better posture, you know, like, and so I guess when I see us walking, I'm like, well, anyone can know that's, you know, father and daughter looking at her faces. And I feel the same. I do that all the time. Like I look at, if I, I, when I see mother and daughter, I can tell by their calves that they're mother and daughter. Is that okay. weird? No, I can tell weird. by people's ankles that they're yeah. related. Yes. But I mean, I guess when I say look alike, I, I genuinely, generally mean their face when I say that someone looks alike. I don't usually mean other parts of their body. Um, so oh. that's why I consistently say that they don't look alike. Um, okay. 
I get, I, I understand you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I just needed you to in that moment. So uh, Taylor cries about this situation. No! Not Taylor. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so Taylor often cries. She cries in this situation because she's sad that this isn't her life and that she chose wrong. Um, but it's you so know. funny because she chooses, she's choosing wrong in this moment, but the one thing that she's not choosing to do that's horrible is marry him. Like he, it's, it's hilarious because she's sitting here crying that her life isn't different. She literally could get married. Not, it would be horrible. I don't want her to do it. And definitely chance wants her to do it because he knows it only benefits him at this moment. And, but it's the one thing that she's done consistently over the years that like makes me feel like there's a shred of hope for her. Yeah. Is the no, non-marrying knows, chance. Yes. She yes. knows that she can't marry him. Yeah. Because in this day and age, as what? especially with women who work, mm-hmm. marriage only benefits men. Well, in my opinion. In my opinion. I'm not saying that's a fact. My opinion. I think that there's a I think that, you know, if you have two st- stable people that, you know, like can come together. And have similar goals. Like, what a great... I mean, I don't know. I, this is like a fairy tale. Like, pe- I used to think a fairy tale was like, oh, like a prince and stuff like that. Like, comes and gets you, whatever, like, big deal. No, the, the fairy tale for me is that you meet someone who you're like, oh, my God, you, you... I respect the way you live. You seem to have some shit figured out. No one's perfect. But like, oh, I, I respect the way you live your life. And then you also are like, you know what? You're also attractive. And then you have to also be like, you know what? You're single. And then you have to be like, you know what? You like me that's all a fucking fantasy oh yeah you're right you're right so no i take that back it's it does it only benefits it only benefits the man if if it's it no 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 it, 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 it yeah, yeah 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 all those things have to be placed if you have a true equal partnership yeah where everyone is getting something out of it and you are fulfilled and that is you whatever that partnership looks like it's working for both people then it's beneficial Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so then we have a, another scene where um, Chance is with an, an, a man who has um, his vocal cords. I'm telling you, man, it's okay. I've got you back. I can't even do it. They're so fried. They're like the smoker, this, the lung, has this, it's. Do you remember when those was the commercials on? Yeah. He has a hole in his throat. And he's speaking through one of those machines. And it's right here. I... I have... I'm so sorry for people. I feel really bad. You know, I haven't, I, this is where I have some, I'm so sorry for them. And this man. Oh, I think people make choices. I can't do it. No, 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 no. I can't do it. I, you know, I try to slide aside. I don't want to, I won't derail this conversation, but I try to watch this thing called Bad Surgeon, by the way, on Netflix, where there's a man just fucked up people and just like did unnecessary surgeries. I have a very hard time when people, have had that things happen to them and to their bodies that it's like a survival mechanism within me that like, I, I like it, it jumps me out of my skin. It jumps me out of my, the thought of that. And like, don't watch bad surgeon. I tried to watch it just for you guys. I thought maybe I would like talk while I'm into doing it as a docu-series for this podcast, but like I couldn't do it. So I'll never do it and don't, don't watch it. But in this one moment, this one man gets like a bad surgery that he didn't need to fucking do and his larynx or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I like, I had it, you know, I just like couldn't turn it off fast enough. Yeah. <sighs> Even now, uh, hard. But yeah, that man talks in a certain way. And we've seen this man before. This is the same man that was in that limo with him before. Okay, so this man and Chance's like ragtag team of people that in his life out of, you know, out of prison that do him favors and or he like kisses butt is always in and out. But this is the same man that was in that broke down limo when he was like, oh man, how much does Bobo owe you? Are you a Bobo? And that man, and Chance was like, it's really bad, man. It's 1K. And that man with that larynx voice was like, oh, <gasps> And we were like, okay, but look at that. Look at the rip. 
I can't, I can't get over so many things in this limo. First of all, I'll tell you that this limo and the rip in the brown leather is as well as the like Christmas lights falling down and the LED light. It makes me feel like I can smell inside the like smell inside there. And it's so much cigarettes and it's so much throw up and so much booze just like had like poured everywhere and just sat there. I can't. But anyway, but also the mirrored ceiling, also the fact, like, how do you even get to the other side of it? How do you, do you like crawl? You crawl. Okay. You crawl. okay yeah, you absolutely that. crawl. Uh, so that man gives him, I guess, a thousand dollars in twenties or how much? Yes. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Give him a thousand dollars in twenties. Yes. How, how, is that 50 20s? How many is that? I don't understand math. Oh, look at you. 1,000. Look at you, 50 20s. Divided into 20. I'm happy for you. Equals, yeah. Wow. He gave 50 him 20. 50 $20 bills. Yep. And he that counts is, them. Counts it in public. <laughs> and then puts it in an envelope as though it's at that point necessary. And then the bobble comes and like. <laughs> the bobble. <laughs> I'm sorry. What you call? His name is Babo. I know, but the way you said it is just the Babo. <laughs> Babo comes. And then he goes outside and Babo pretends like this is like a real, like he's some real gangster um, with his matching, you know, black and red outfit. And he, I mean, maybe he is in this part of Missouri. I don't want to like knock his uh, swag. I don't want to knock his, uh, you know, who am I? If Babo were to come up to me, <laughs> perhaps what? I would be scared. I was like, how is perhaps, this going to end? How is, perhaps I would be scared. You know, the truth is, is that I would be more outraged that this, <laughs> out, never mind. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I can't wait you to tell me off camera. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you. I, I would be outraged. Sir? I, I'll tell you this. When I saw him. How dare I, you speak to me? <laughs> how dare you speak to me? Ah. He's Anyways. much, he's taller than Chance, much skinnier than Chance. Yeah. Wearing like, you know, a sleeveless red, you know, like whether it's like. We're we not allowed to call it, we'll call, it's a, it's a t-shirt, right? But tank top. We can't, we gotta tank call top. it tank top now. We can't call okay. it what, what I, you know. A lot of tats. I, I looked at the tats to see if there was any like white supremacist shit because he looks like that. Yeah. You know, he yes. looks very Aryan nation. Yes. You know. Yes. He looked, yes. I mean, this, you know, yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm going to say this, and I don't want this person to come for me, okay? Don't come for me, Bobo. Bobo? Yeah. But I guess I want to say is, like, can you be that bad if you care about 1K? And can you be that bad if you're the person going after the person for 1K? If you're that bad, don't you have a lower-level man that's going to, like, just kind of fuck... What, is that where... You think I'm? You think he's going to That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm like... Oh. I'm sorry. You, do you for one moment think that that man has the resources to come and find you? Yeah. Well, he has, a, he has a K. He has one K. Okay. <laughs> he has one K. He has $1,000 a shakedown from a man named Chance who is scared because his masculinity. It, it, his masculinity is is like it's thrown out of whack because fear has settled in you know what i mean dealing with fear and masculinity is hard it's like hot and cold it doesn't go together so when when you face fear as a masculine man you crack like ice all right twin flames shalila and whatever you know but yeah like it's Shalia and jeff jeff <laughs> Um, um, yeah, yeah. Or, or Ender. Anyways, I, uh, it was just weird. It was just weird. It was so fake. And then even him telling the cameras to get out of there, he had no entourage with him. Um, all of his like, you know, prison tattoos from head to toe. It was just, it was just so crazy. It was just so weird and crazy. And he was so scared. And I wish Taylor were there to see him just be so scared. Would she just kick him out finally? Like he can't protect you. He can't provide. He can't protect. Yes. All he's all he he's a parasite. Is his swerve good? Like does he does he knock? Does he slap cheeks well? Like does does he make you go to cloud nine every time? You know? Mm, I don't know. 
he has a bad boy-ness about him that I think appeals, and he's not hideous. Correct. And the not being hideous has really served him, just like okay. he served time. Anyway. Um, Let's but, move on. Thank you. Okay. Um, Lindsay and Blaine. So we start off this with uh, the little, the girl, like, you know, doing her makeup or whatever in her room and all like Lindsay carrying planters outside and we don't know what she's doing. And then Blaine is inside and him and Hagen are kind of doing something in the kitchen and then the broom falls and uh, <laughs> Blaine's like, I run, run, settle on. you and Catherine better pick up y'all's broom. And Kagan's like, who's Casper? Yeah. And it is so funny and cute. And then he doesn't know who Casper is. I'm Aww. surprised Blaine does. Like, we're like the, like, you and I are the last generation. Like, you and I know who Casper is because we are the generation that knew that the, a Casper movie came out with one Christina Ricci and freaking Devin Sawa. We know that. Yes. Lizzie and Blaine are younger than us. Mm-hmm. We hate to say it. And that means that Blaine knowing is already a stretch. And then so for Blaine to think that Kagan knows it, yeah. what I know, there's not been a Casper, not Nary, nothing since. Yes. You know, yes. like, unless you tell me there's like an adult Casper, which would be a great, like, you know, make it. What if you want? Like, you know, everyone's getting a reboot. But like, you're crazy to think that Kagan knows Casper. That's like being like, what's that? What's like a great reference? Like, you know, like, uh, but he said like Kojak, like it's like, it's like someone talking about Kojak. Do you know, do you know who Kojak is? Is he like Columbo? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right. (laughs) I don't know. But it's like, to me, somebody saying Columbo. Yes. Okay. Whereas like, I know Columbo or like Matlock. Or yes. like, yeah, where now, it's like, what do you know about Columbo? Like, for instance, I know the name and I know that it's I watched like, it. A, oh, I, I, watched I, I didn't it. watch, I didn't watch okay. Matlock either. I watched Matlock and okay. I watched Murder, She Wrote. Like I watched it with my own eyeballs. Like I remember being like, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer. What happened to your hand? Oh, my nails about to fall off. Uh, um, I didn't want to be a lawyer because I was like, people try to kill lawyers. Cause people just also, someone's always trying to kill Matlock Hi. or Andy Griffith. Yeah, Andy so Griffith? I yeah, Andy Griffith is that, that's how you pronounce it. Was he in Matt? Was who was he? The Andy Griffith show? Yes. So in the the last thing that he did was Matlock. He was Matlock. Yes. So that's why I know the Andy Griffith show because when I was like, oh my god, Matlock Young. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Like it's same thing where it's like that's mm-hmm. just that little boy does not know that, honey. Hmm. Um, but we go back to the house. It's cute. I also noticed that like they had this like picture of the family, like Miley and like Lindsay and Blaine and Kagan, yes. and this like blue and white. Um, they're all wearing blue and white. And they have like, and I love that motif. I thought it was cute. Like it was so cute. We don't have family very- pictures. I think it's so cute when people take family pictures. I do too. I do too. I really believe that Lindsay like wants this for her. She you know, does. like they're it playing this up for the cameras, but this does feel like they're in a mm-hmm. full, full uh, family relay. Mm-hmm. Um. Basically, then, you know, she's like, hey, Miley, we watch um, Kagan and like, you know, put on Casper so this person like learns of something or other. And then like, I'm going to go and, you know, do my thing. So then, honey, this is where it gets a little, you know, a little, t- little contrived, but I don't mind it. We then go outside and there's like a fireplace set up and like a truck cabin, truck back, truck mm-hmm. bed. Bed, the bed of a truck. The bed of a truck. And mm-hmm. everything is like almost Instagrammed out where there's like Christmas lights everywhere. And there's like, you know, like mattresses. And there are like, there's like a lot of like beautiful, comfortable seating everywhere. And then she like cozies up to him and she does mo- my favorite cuddle move on a man, which is the flamingo. I love a flamingo, which means, and this is like, you know, or whatever you can cuddle anyway with this. But if a, if in this case Blaine is laying down and he's on his back, and then Lindsay gets to be on his chest with her hand and one leg on him, and then like she's kind of like 
you get to lay on someone in a flamingo stance. And I love that so much. It's nothing is more comfortable to me. Like it's body, it's skin on skin. I get to have something between my legs, you know, like chiefly someone else's leg, you know, like it's very, I just, when I saw it, I was like, yes. But then this move happens where then she like opens, she, you know, the whole thing is that she's going to, she wants to propose to him because she wants, you know, like for there to be a thing if she goes to jail. And we don't think she's ever going to go to jail, which is why this feels like super fake to me. Like, I don't think she's going to go to jail. I think that she's going to pay that man the money. And he, for some reason, has a direct line out of prison. We've seen that work, you know. But she does this thing where when she proposes to him, she opens the box for the necklace. And it gave me such pretty woman vibes. You know, when like Richard Gere opens the neck necklace box for like Julia Roberts. And she's like, oh, and then he like snaps it and she's like, oh. <laughs> and it was by the way, like a totally natural take. They did it on purpose because like they didn't tell her and they got like a natural reaction. It's so charming anyway. Yes. But did she snap it close? No, but it reminded me of that. Oh, I thought I missed it. I saw your note and I was like, she didn't snap it close. He didn't, she didn't snap it close though. So that, okay, great. I'm glad that I wasn't going crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So He's like, whoa, held and froze over. Lindsay did something sweet for me. And she was like, stop it. <laughs> because, you know, she expects that from him. So he knew something was up. He didn't know what was up, but he knew something was up. And so then, um, like, he's like, yes, you know, I'll do that. And they, they like hug or whatever. And then in the in her confessional, they're like, Lindsay, did you marry him so that he'll stay with you? And she's like, no. And I was like, yeah, you are. Didn't we just establish with you and your friend when you went to go get the thing that you were doing it so that he could come and visit you or something? Like, <laughs> you just said you you were. I Did I make that up? <laughs> so, like, she doesn't want to seem like she, that's fully why she's doing it, but really it's because she's like, yeah, she she's not going to find anybody better. And so, like, she is like, just like, hey, let's let's if you like it, then you put a necklace on it. If you like it, then I'm going to put a necklace on it. Like she's doing that so that he could a yes, come and fix, come and be with her uh, B so that she now has this partner. She's like, if I want to do that, I could be with somebody rich. And I'm like, yeah, but you did that the last time. And that person put you into fucking prison again because you carved cheating slut or something on his desk felonious well, mischief felonious mischief <laughs> um so anyways i thought it was sweet but we know that there's going to be screaming next episode so i can't wait for that mm -hmm. okay um, chevelle and quaylon <sighs> yeah um this is all about Basically, we're tying up the loose ends, but we're getting into another story, which is that Quaylon, you know, having spent a lot of time with my my Leah, um, and especially in the absence of my Leah's dad. So my Leah's dad has like been in and out, gives money when he wants to, like, and whatever it is is whenever it is, and there's like no like real emotional relay with there at all, mm -hmm. and um, so. He like is spending time with uh, the uh, Myla, my Leah, and then he goes and, and talks to his mom. And so one part of the conversation with his mom is like, "Hey, can you just like be chill um, with Chevelle's mom?" You know, like, and she kind of like apologizes for her part in it, which is just like, I guess having an opinion that doesn't serve them. You know, like, yeah, because the whole thing was Chevelle's mom being like, I don't want to pay for this, you know, which is, by the way, like a shitty thing to say, like, it's not your business and whatever your daughter and her husband wants to do is like, whatever. And you can either pay for it or not. But like to sit there and like hold your money back and then get pissed if you aren't front and center is just weird. But then, yeah, yeah like, honestly, Quaylon's mom could have just not said anything. But instead, she decided to say things like I don't fight with street people, which is never going to like. It's never going to like close the argument. Yes, it's never going to yes. like bring peace to the land you know yes. yes this is all very very true but she knew what she was doing and um <laughs> what she doesn't know what she's doing is with this eyebrow this oh. eyebrow going down the side listen i if you're going for a nina simone look i can see it but i don't think that's what's happening mm. you know this isn't a very like specific nina simone moment this is a black eyeliner that you've chosen to take as far down as you could get away with and i'm not gonna let you get away with it so here it, we are. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's so funny because it's just a simple shape. Mm -hmm. Like all like simply too long, you know? It, yes, it's simply too long. It's simply too 
uh, thick at the very, at the, at right here, it's too thick at where your eye and it has to like kind of ombre and get mm -hmm. thicker. And then what happens is then she decides to like stop at mid eye and then just have a line down mm -hmm. from the highest part of her arch where yeah. it doesn't even, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, like my God, if you could just mm -hmm. take it off and start afresh, you'd have a different face. And that's yes. the craziest part about fucking eyebrows. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, anywho, so there's there's a little shade to that mother, but we find out that Quaylon's father was never involved and mm. uh, she had a hard time as a single mom. Blase, he went to prison for 10, 12 years is the outcome of that. Uh, so she's trying to make up for lost time and she wants him to slow down, but he's like, no, I'm going to take care of Myla. And um, I'm going to be her dad. I want to adopt her. So then Chevelle and he go to see a lawyer. And that lawyer basically tells them that you would have to get Maila's father to give up um, custody. And Chevelle's like, he's not going to do that. He's already kind of petty as it is. And he does give child support when he works, which probably means that he just quits jobs and works under the table, um, you know, when necessary. And so, you know, the best bet is for them to just get married and then try to do it from there. If they try to make any moves and do anything now, he might go above and beyond and try to make it really hard uh, for uh, Quaylon to do anything legally to uh, adopt Myla. So it's an honorable thing that he's trying to do. Uh, I still want Chevelle to get better wigs. It's like she's almost there, but she just won't spend over a hundred dollars. You know, it's like there's glueless wigs that she could get, and I I just don't know why someone hasn't sent her like some good wigs. I I, I don't. Yeah, I, I know. You know obviously, I just you don't, don't know, have. But I, all I all I can possibly say is, heiress's wigs are my my. I mean, exactly. Does, yeah. Just I don't. Just DM her. You yeah, know, they're like, in. They're both in Texas, aren't they? Aren't aren't Cam? No, mate, mate. I don't know where Cam and and I don't know if they're in Texas. I don't know. No, Florida. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Florida. But there's so many good spots that they go to, and she just won't spend. I'm not saying spend five hundred dollars. I'm saying I mine were like two twenty, and I'm not on a reality show. Like I could don't I I could. There's no options. I mean, there is maybe options for cameo. Well, should I? Should, can I do cameo? But Chevelle could. So anyways, there's that. It doesn't it feel like, I wonder what Quaylon does for work. Quaylon looks like he works hard overnight, 12 hours every day. He looks that, like he's, yeah, he looks tired. Yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, you know. He looks, he yeah. looks like he works. Anyways, there's Let's that. Let's move on, if you don't mind. Yeah. We have the best, you have Louis, Melissa, and we have Joy and Red, and we have, uh, Key, Brittany and Key Rock. Let's start with Brittany and Key Rock because then we'll have our our the best for last. Okay. I think. Okay. So Brittany and Key Rock. Um, so Brittany is going to hang out with her girlfriend. And I really like this friend. Her name is Shay and they've been friends for a long time. And I had that girl thing where she was like, this bitch can tell me the real, real, you know, like, I, you know, like whatever it is, like I know it is, you know, and it's always going to come from a place of love. Um, they're getting sandwiches. I love a sandwich. I love, I mean, nothing, I love like a deli kind of sandwich with like, you know, sometimes they have like the Dutch crunch bread or sometimes they just have like a really great baguette and something like, I love like, you know, sh shaved iceberg lettuce, you know, like it's going to have shaved iceberg lettuce and you can't just like have yellow mustard. You have to have like Dijon and or like a deli mustard. And then, yeah, like, oh my God, a cucumbers and sprouts. Oh, please. And pickles. Are you kidding me? And like banana peppers. Oh my God, are you dead? So um, I don't actually, can I be honest? I'm getting over tomatoes in my life. Tomatoes in my life, they're fine, but in a sandwich and definitely like on pizzas and stuff, they're just add a bunch of water. They just make things soggy. I love tomatoes. Okay. I'm like going to have some right now. Okay. Um, but her friend is like, honey, let me tell you, um, you're getting a little thick. The stomach is stomaching and the butt is budding. And she's also, and she's like, you know, she's like, yeah, I mean, 
I think, yeah, one one thing for Britney is that even Britney is like a thick girl, but we have to remember that like Britney when she was in prison and she says it was like a buck nothing. So people I think seeing her are like, girl, just because I think that she's probably, I think she's gained like 35 pounds, which is totally fine. But I think that like the reason why we're going to have people talk about it is because she used to be like the tiniest. Now everyone, almost everyone in prison, except for Louis, for some reason, comes out of prison and gains weight, which makes sense because there's not the yummiest food in prison, you know, when like there's, you know, but anyway, having said that, um, they get their like sandwiches and their salt and vinegar chips and they talk. That's what I have to say about that. You know oh. about that? They're, they're meeting. Um, yeah, no. So Basically, they just talk about the fact that um, she asked her friend to be her maid of honor um, for the wedding, and the friend is really excited. Mm -hmm. And um, they talk about how she sent her family, Brittany sent her family a picture of her ring, Mm -hmm. and the family did not um, respond at all. Mm-hmm. And that her grandmother has been the only person that has been supporting her relationship with Kirok. In fact, her grandmother has called them, cussing them out about the that. way that they have treated her um, and her relationship with Kirok. Um, and the friend is like, you should really try to make amends with your family, which is such a stupid thing to say. I don't like when people put the onus on the person that's I being agree. shunned to figure it out with these other grown ass adults who are yeah. making a choice to be rude. Like, why should the person that's being ostracized, like beg these other people to like them and to, to treat them with respect? And like, that's so stupid, but they're like, oh, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and so then the friend is like, you need to go cultivate this relationship with your grandmother for sure. Because if Kirok leaves, you won't have anything. And I see what the friend is saying, but pushing her to the family who doesn't, who's basically disowned her is not right. Like pushing her towards the grandmother and saying, Hey, go get to know your grandmother. And she's like, I can go live with my grandmother. Should anything go down? And she's like, well, yeah, then go do that. Um, but I think that's right. Like not put, don't put all your eggs in one basket with Key Rock because I think that at the end of the day, Key Rock's yes, mother would support, but Key Rock's mother is the only person that is solid. And Key Rock's mother is always going to choose Key Rock. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, it's going to be really awkward if you and Key Rock break up and then you have to live in the house with Key Rock. <laughs> right. So And Desmond. Yeah. So like, it's going to be awkward. You're not going to be left anything in the will just because the grandmother, just because the mother likes you. So like, go, you're going to have to figure out your life on your own. And Key Rock is not to be trusted personally, in my opinion, from the way that he behaves. Um, so uh, the next scene that we have with them is uh, Key Rock has agreed to go with Brittany to see the grandmother. And uh, Key Rock is now in this position that he has put himself in and mother has put herself in this situation as well, because Key Rock has asked to be put in this situation of basically family fixer. Um, fix all the issues, be there to be the glue, bind everybody together, take the weight off of mom's shoulder, especially specifically with Desmond, because Desmond has um, started using drugs again. What drug? We don't know. Um, but obviously drugs. Now, mom is, I guess, an alcoholic. She says she likes her wine, which leads me to believe that she might be have some issues with it. Maybe not. But um, uh, she obviously has suffered a lot in her time too. So if she likes her wine, I'm not holding it against her. Um, She, the moment they leave, or it feels like from the editing, the moment they leave, the mother is already calling Key Rock to be like, guess what? Desmond left. Desmond slammed doors and left, which then upsets Key Rock. And Key Rock out loud says something about, you know, oh God, this thing happened as soon as I leave, blah, blah, blah. So Brittany says, I think you should pull over and I'll drive. That upsets Key Rock, which, you know what? Key Rock's reaction isn't exclusive to Key Rock. I know people in my life, when I tell them, oh, you're upset, like, let me... I know people in my life who don't like to be told they're upset, (laughs) which I find so weird because when someone tells me I'm upset, I'm always like, am I, am I upset? Maybe I am upset. Let me, let me read inventory, but other people don't like it. They're like, I'm not upset. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Which is what I thought Q-Rock was going to do, which he kind of did, but then he eventually did pull over and just let her drive so that he could do whatever it is. But then he ended up just pulling over on the side of the road and walking on the side of the road to make the phone calls and then eventually apologizing to Brittany. But I'm like, don't 
try to make Britney feel bad. Like I knew I shouldn't have left. Like Britney has been there for you with your family. Like don't try to make it seem like this trip is bothering you or putting you out of sorts. Like do your best to make her feel happy and not make her feel guilty. And I know that's hard and that's an easier thing said than done, but I don't think he rocks in the place to take care of Brittany at all without spouting a bunch of like biblical things her way without being just being a good partner personally. But it's cause I don't like he rock. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I don't care about them. I want to move on. <laughs> okay. Yay. Oh yeah. I just like, I just like, I don't know why I just, I'm sorry. I don't know if this, this fight seemed boring. It felt like, you know, I just don't like fights in cars. It just like goes on and on. I'm just like, I, their thing hasn't been that exciting to me over. I, I, and I don't think they should be together. So uh, that's why I feel like they were just, do you want to stop talking about them? No. Okay. I just have nothing to say about this segment other than what I just said. Okay. Great. Um, yay. But I do want to talk about the next people. Louie and Melissa and, and Red and Joy. Okay, so Louie and Melissa, honey, I love it. So obviously we're hot on the fact that Louie has left uh, his pizza life and he's going to leave Donna's house, but brings Donna to drive to New Jersey because no one trusts this man to do anything uh, for himself. So Melissa has, since the last place we saw, gotten a new place. Um, and Donna and Louie pull up, honey, and they come in and, you know, Donna at first is like not horrible, you know, like, and yeah, you, you wrote here that Louie warns Donna not to talk shit. And it does feel like she listens to that. She is mm-hmm. impressed with the house at first. Mm-hmm. Now she can't keep herself, but truthfully, neither can we mm-hmm. from remarking on Melissa's cooking. Mm-hmm. But how at the same time, Donna's cooking also doesn't look great. But mm-hmm. they get there and like she's like, Do you have anything to, for me to cook for my son? My son's so hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melissa's like, uh, I I have something. I've been I I have I've been cooking. And she's like, What is it? Jar pasta? And then Melissa's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Do you think that I've had time to simmer 10 hours of a Sunday sauce for you and your son? That and I was, but the thing is that you did have time. That's what I thought. I was like, you don't have a crock pot. That's what I thought. I literally thought to myself, you knew these people were coming. Why don't you have a crock pot on? Am I right or am I wrong? You knew they were coming. Crock pot. Also, um, what sauce did she even have on those noodles? So when Donna like shade and was like, yeah, I was like, girl, I see. What is that? Also, I'm not saying you need to know how to just say you don't know how to cook. They're like, my son's hungry. I'm sorry. Did you see three Taco Bells on the way here? You better stop and get something. Uh, This is wholly unnecessary. And then she had her little cheekies out the whole time, too. I said, put them cheeks away. Donna had her cheekies out or Melissa? Melissa had her cheekies out. Melissa always has her cheekies out, you know, like... Um, so yeah, they, so then Melissa does this thing where she's like, guess what? I moved to a better, more expensive apartment because I need a place for all of us to live. So now you have to get a job to help me pay for my more expensive apartment, you know, Mm -hmm. which like Mm -hmm. I do love because it really is like such a good conflict of what she thinks this man's going to get. And the Mm -hmm. reason why is because she is like, I got you, I got you an interview for a job and he wants, uh, he's already decided what he wants to be. And that is a personal trainer, a personnel trainer, you know what I'm saying? And like, Melissa is like, oh great. So you can go to the gym and then try and hook up with every woman. And he's like, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> He's she's like only 65 and older are you going to work out. But I'm like what is this obsession with everybody wanting to be personal trainers? I don't like what is this obsession with all these men who are like, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a trainer. And I'm like, why? Is it what is it is this like the new I don't know. It's like the, uh, it's like ever since this thing became a thing, everybody's now wanting to be it as though it's like this lucrative gig. Unless you're like a personal trainer to the stars and what, 
type of body does Louis have to where people are like, yes, I want to do it. And then when he's talking to people, you know how personal trainers, when you have them and you work for a gym and they start telling you about their lives, like, what is he going to tell them he did from like, you know, 2004 to 2020? <laughs> what is he going to tell them he did for the last 10 years? Just go find a job at Papa John's until you can do something more. And then, but you yeah. know. Yeah, he should work his way up at a Papa John's from pizza flipper to like ma- management. Yes, it's it's so stressful when these people start talking about dumb stuff. Um, <laughs> I yeah. So in the middle of their horrible pasta, he can't eat it, you know. So he's like, I'm just gonna, I you know, I'm feeling so whatever. I'm gonna have to get away from this pasta. I'm just gonna go start unpacking, you know. And Donna's like left to like eat the pasta or throw it away. And she like rolls her eyes a billion times about it. And then we get a classic Melissa and she's like, yeah, just do a couple of boxes and come over here and unpack this. And this is her in the cheapest lingerie, the scratchiest lingerie, the cheapest, the cheapest scratchiest lingerie one could possibly put on their body, you know, like you a drop of water, it will disintegrate it. You know what I'm saying? And he like loves it so much. It's like so reminiscent of like the cheerleader costume. She also tells Donna and Louie that, you know, she gave him 4k for them teeth. And that was a cosmetic procedure. And you know what? There are some things that Melissa would like to do as well to kind of like change up her look. And those things are, is that she wants a nose job and she wants a chin implant. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Spoiler alert. It's happened. Oh. And the reason why I can say spoiler spoiler alert is because she premiered that new nose on Instagram and I forwarded it to the DocuSweetie's Instagram feed because why you should be following us, but also so you can see her new nose. Um you know what? Uh, I, they, this is what, it's hard with noses. They changed the entire shape of it. They gave it a sloop. It's a sloopity sloop kind of like button nose. It goes up like a ski slope, kind of like um, Whoville kind of nose. I would have loved her to keep a little bit more of the original kind of like trajectory and made it if she wanted to, you know, a little slimmer or like, but it, it's, it's, it's a full nose job. Are you, are you looking at me? Are you, now I'll tell you right now, Wahama has looked at her phone now looking at me. I can't tell if her quizzical expression is that she hasn't gotten, she don't, she don't, don't see the I nose don't know job. Where it is. Where you is it? See, okay. Yeah. okay. So I had put it, you, you had looked at the Instagram story when I put it to DocuSweeties, I looked and saw that you yourself had already seen the DocuSweeties story. So in that okay. moment, do you not remember seeing that? No. <laughs> you weirdo. Okay, so I have to go okay. to archive. Okay, let me go to archive. That's okay. Or you can wait till we're, you know, I don't know, do you? Um, or I can but, wait till we're done with this? No, 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 know, I, must see, I must see it now. Okay, look at it now. I'm going to keep, so then we have a horrible scene. Now this scene is just horrible. After the like cheap lingerie scene, next morning, she comes out He's pooping with the door open on the phone. And then they have like a conversation about the etiquette of this and like the fact that he's going to have to every morning be like, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's going to be like one or two. And he's going to be like two. And then she's going to be like, I'm going to go first. And then she says, go shower, do her thing. And then be like, get everything done in three minutes because the poop's going to come out at some point at another. I'm going to be like, listen. If you're going to take the time to move from one place to another because you're in a brand new relationship, I think the only reason to move if you're in a brand new relationship is to get a 0.5 extra in your bath. I don't, don't move from a one bedroom to another one bedroom. You move from a one bedroom to a one bedroom, 1.5 bath. The nose is, is Cindy Lou from Whoville. I know it. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, two, um, he had a cameraman in the bathroom with him, or yes. they put a GoPro up there. Cameraman. Um, yeah, and then um, did you see his like little cheeks hanging out on the side? Yeah, I copped that too. No, um, I did not. Yes, and I didn't. Um, yeah, it was like they need two bathrooms. So like, why do they have to have a schedule? They need two bathrooms. Yeah, you're right. 
she also wants him gone. She's like, I want you to be a professional truck driver. Now, I don't know this life exactly, but from what I know about like Jibri, remember when Jibri was going to be a truck driver, like that guy? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like you obviously go on long rides and you're gone for like, you know, you can be gone for weeks or whatever. Now, one thing, one thing about truck drivers is that they have, they, there's truck stops and at truck stops, there's hookers. So in my mind, I'm like, Melissa, why, why are you sending your man to be gone for like three weeks at a time to drive around the God's beautiful country, stopping every stop. And you know, if it's like Chick-fil-A is not and, there, honey, they're hooking up. And doing every hooker. No, not all truck drivers do that. Yes, you're right. No, but of course some, not every. No, no, no. I mean, not, sorry, not, not all truck drivers drive long distances. Oh. You could, you could, uh, there's like the other, other types of drivers. So CDL licensing just means that you know how to drive the trailers. Mm. So you could work for a warehouse and, okay. um, just kind of drive around the yard. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what she wants him to do. I, I mm. want to know the pay structure. I will say the one thing about personal training is this. It feels like a glam job because on Instagram, it feels like, oh, great. I all I have to do is maintain my physique, go to the gym, post pictures of me working out or like doing exercises and like the money will flow in. And I think there's a couple of these kind of things. Like there's a real, I feel like real estate's kind of like this where people are like, I'm going to get into real estate. I'm making my real estate license. And what I'm going to do is just make a bunch of money. And it's like, here's the thing. You are constantly hustling and selling yourself to get clients. That's the thing about it is like, you don't like, you have to get clients. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, it, Louie, it does help, I guess, if you're somewhat famous because at least like an Aunt Fisa right now is like, you know, doing the thing where she got a bunch of plastic surgery and then works out in the gym now and then like sells things online because she can post pictures from her like body workout, you know, uh, body workout tournaments or whatever, and then sells her fitness plans and her food plans online. And oh, yeah, so that's bodybuilding. Yeah. So, you know, Louie, it's like, what are you, what's your end game? Are you going to be selling body, you know, plans yeah. online, PDF plans and stuff like that? Like personalized PDF plans. I thought you were going to say that Enfisa was selling houses. I was like, Oh, please. We must go to that open house. Chris Courtney is. Oh, really? Yeah. Where does she live? Florida. Okay, no, I can't go there. I know. Um, but it was like, we must go to Anfisa's open homes in the Orange of County. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. we have to go. Because <laughs> um, if Misha was selling houses here, oh, yeah. open homes in Blaine. I, mean, I would be, I would be there. You're like, hi. Um, yes. <laughs> My budget is $120,000. Two dollars. <laughs> you say $2? What are you? $2. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Great. 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 Wait, um, I wanna, this is also funny. So we go back to the Donna. Just say this. Donna comes into this scene like Kramer from Seinfeld. Like doesn't knock, has a key comes in. Oh, who's here? It's me, Donna. I have cooking donuts. It's, it's a little much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I will just say at this, at one point they're talking about things that he can be. And I swear he says, or Donna says, I can't hear, but one point, one of them says that he could be a parrot recovery specialist. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not, I can't be, a it can't be that there's, it can't be that there's a person that's trained to just retrieve parrots. And I like, I love a parrot, you know, like I love that kind of bird, you know, a, a bird that will speak back to you, a bird that will like, that loves you so much. And by the way, flattery is obviously, or, uh, it, imi Im imitation is a sincerest form of flattery. Parrots flatter you. Yeah. What a great pet to own. And so yeah. to lose one is devastating. And then I would get that, like, if you are a specialist in finding them, what a great job. And so when I heard that, I'm like, he's a parrot recovery specialist. Mimi really LOL. Do you notice how uh, she can't and she being, um, oh, I shouldn't, we have to go on. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. But uh, uh, yeah, now I'm like, who is it? Donna? Melissa? No, Melissa. She like is very, she uh, from here, here, she like doesn't move. So she'll be like, well, Louie, here, take this. Like, she's very like. <laughs> that, there's not a looseness to her? Yeah, it's like, well, I don't want Donna 
to tell me what I can do in my own home. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe she had a little neck injury, honey. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I okay. Um, our last couple is uh, Joy and Red. Honey. Red, do you have anything else you want to tell me? Red is a fucked up human being. Yes, he is. Okay. Okay. First of all, we go to the park. And we meet the three little friends from Proud Family, okay? It's like La Cienega, uh, Cavassier, and Michelle. It is so hilarious. Her friends, her Crystal, sisters. Michelle, and Lakeisha, okay? They're, they've all stepped out of 1997 LA, erase the color lines, okay? They have Lokes on. They have nails. There's bamboo earrings, at least two pair. There's hair up, waterfall. They, they I mean, there's wonky eyebrows. There's Sharpies. They sit down and Red is like, yeah, so I'm a hugger. I'm a hug. He keeps telling everyone he's a hugger while ha shaking their hands. No one wants to hug you, bro. And then... He sits down with them and he's like, yeah, I love my family. Actually, I'm going to go see them tomorrow. And they're like, oh, and he's like, yeah, Joy and Sway come back and sit down and they're like, yeah, so he's going to go see his family tomorrow. And she's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then she was like, that's that's news. And they're like, you didn't even tell her? All with a, it's sounds of smiles. Like they're like, yeah, you, I mean, it's just, it is the craziest conversation in which they are giving him live in an action advice. He's like, oh, I should have told her. Yeah, you should have told her. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I knew he was upset and I didn't want you to be mad at me. So that's why I didn't tell you, but I'm gonna be back. And she's like, when? <laughs> and he's like, a couple of days. <laughs> A couple of days? He has the audacity to be like, you see, it's really outside of my control because my sister bought it. Now, that, okay. Nothing boils my blood more than that, right? Because a grown person looking at, it's, see, it's really outside of my control. This grown-ass adult saying this, that he had to buy, he his name on the ticket, that he had to give all the, like, okay because my sister bought it as if he, as if his sister was like, called him out of the blue and was like, fuck you, you get on that place. Like, you know what? Like that obviously did like so much of it is like, I mean, so late, the, the, the laziest of handling of responsibility and truth and sincerity that if it's real, if all of this is real, it obviously is the biggest, I mean, R-E-D-D -D flag. It is a red flag. It is a, it should have three Ds at the head. How many, it should have three Ds. Triple yeah. D. Yeah. Three D. Four yes. D. It's red for filth, okay? Yeah, it's yeah, shades, yeah. shades are on. The library is open, okay? Burgundy flags, honey. Maroon no. flags. Uh, uh, uh. It yeah. is wild. And then yeah. she gets home and she's like, are, are you gonna cheat? And he's like, no. And then she, she's like, do you have any more secrets you're keeping from me? And he's like, no, I don't have any more secrets. And then immediately cut to confessional. <laughs> confessional. Man, I got so many secrets. Or <laughs> and she's, he's like, then we see a picture of him kissing that anime girl. And immediately I'm like, bestie slash whatever. Bestie slash she smells. If he goes back home and what does she smell? Like, she smells like something. And I don't know what it is. Smells like, you no, know, she smells like Chance's limo. Bye. Uh, bye. Uh, yeah. No, here's the thing. He's going to go back now, hook up with her after he went on national television and was like, the sex was horrible. Mm -hmm. Really bad. It's my, I like just came out of prison. You would think I would just like be like so horny and like would just be so happy to have any kind of sex and. That sex was so bad from that girl. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. fuck him. Um, yeah. It's really sad. Like, I hate this. I hate when Sway has to leave. He's like, no, I'm not going to cheat on you. And don't worry. I'm totally going to come back. I am coming back. Fuck it. I wouldn't leave my PS5. I'm leaving my PS5. That's why you know I'm going to come back. Not Sway or not you. Or like, I'm coming back because of the PS5. 
Also, if you just order me some pizzas, you know I'll come back. I love me some Domino's pizzas. Oh I'll do whatever it takes God. to have Domino's pizza in my life. That yeah. man has no anchor. He has no compass. He has no direction. Mm. Okay? G- give me He's some more nautical terms. Utter, r- yeah, yeah. He has no direction. He's utterless, rudderless. He's utterly rudderless. rudderless. He's utterly rudderless. He has no direction. He has no, the wind is not blowing. Okay. He is lost. And Mm -hmm. Joy is unable to help him with any of that. Mm -mm. And she thinks, what happened to everything you promised me that you do, Rod? And he's just like, I don't know, man. Well, what do you want? When we go to dinner that you pay for, I order crab. You eat the crab, don't you? I play hide and seek. With your son, right? You I hug-, hug people, or at least I pretend that I will hug someone that is related to you, your cousin sisters. You fucked seven men. You at the same time. You. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't have any discernible skills. I don't have a car. I can't go anywhere. You just want me to sit up here and take care of these, this kid. That's not mine. I want to feel good. And I don't feel good being here with you. <sighs> oh, Lord. All right, you guys. Um, Thank you for joining us. That's the end of this episode. If you would like to see the visuals of everything we were talking about, if you'd like to see the inside of that limo, if you'd like to see those moms, <laughs> that mom's eyebrows, um, please join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. You get exclusive content such as a live every first Monday of the month, plus the episodes as soon as they drop. Um, and yeah, if you can't do that, please check out our social medias and Chris will tell you how to do that. Oh, please go to Instagram right now and type in at DocuSweeties and then go into TikTok and write at DocuSweeties. You're supposed to follow all these people and like every single post. And then we are also on X slash Twitter, whatever X, DocuSweeties with a one at DocuSweeties one. We also have a Facebook group, the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. Also, we have a live coming up, right? The 21st. Yeah, on Monday. Monday. Which I, yeah, which I'm excited about. So um, all the things are happening, uh, Patreon Live only, but um, do all of the things uh, that you can to get close to us and close to our hearts because uh, we really need you this in 2024. We really need you. We're going to call on you. Anyway, we love you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Okay, babes? Bye. Bye.